Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. My guest today is taking the entertainment industry by storm. She's a model and actress most recently seen in Bad Boys 3 and an entrepreneur. Sage Nicole, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Yeah, I love that you started out going to nursing school and then you decided, you know what, I want to I want to do modeling. So what was the the point when you realized that you had to just go after your dreams and make this your career? Oh, that is a great question. So in my ba- in my background, in our culture, uh, being Haitian, you are just a nurse. You, do, you just don't ask questions. You're a nurse. Uh, the guy like is family to business to be a doctor. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just kind of keep it in. It's it's just part of the culture. And so I started doing like a modeling school back when I was like, I'm going to say 15, 16. And I always loved it. But I wasn't it wasn't something that my mom took seriously. She just thought it was something good to have me in and so when I was in college in nursing school I started going to castings and I started getting selected and I started booking jobs and I I wasn't able to juggle it so I slowly you know left nursing school without telling my mom and then once I was able to sustain myself that's when I told her and um she was very upset but she's happy now (laughs) she's happy now (laughs) yeah seeing the success and the fruits of your labor I'm sure that's wonderful it's good always good when you have family support because it's a little harder when you're going to pursue your dreams and you don't really have that that backbone that support behind you but I'm glad that she came around and sees that this is what you're supposed to be doing Yes, it makes it so much easier. We're actually just in the car together. And she was like, oh, is the magazine in the car? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love she that. She was looking through it. It's very strange. I'm still getting used to it, but she's happy now. I love that. And, you know, I know that you you have representation in your modeling career and in the mm-hmm. entertainment industry as a whole, sometimes it is a little difficult to find the right reps, the right agents, the right managers that want to really buy into who you are solely as opposed to wanting to change you to fit what they think will work. So how did you know that the reps that you have now were the right people and the right home for you for your career and your career trajectory? I love that question because the team that I have right now is so special. And I think it's not until I really understood my voice and where I wanted to be in my career, that's when I can properly articulate it. So other agencies I've been with in the past, you know, they're like, you know, you're a dark skin girl in Miami. Like we're going to put you in music videos or like, you know, let's do like trade shows, you know, doing a whole bunch of things that I didn't want to do, but it's almost like this is just what's available. So it's not until I initially saw the agency that I'm with right now, Natural Models LA, I saw some of the cool things they were doing with models that were not a size two. And I just decided to reach out to them. And it has been the perfect fit. And Mm -hmm. for Wilhelmina, they approached me and we talk every other day. (laughs) And, And so I really feel like it's not until I understood my message, my power, my voice, my image, what I wanted to represent, how I wanted um, to be represented, that's when I can say, okay, we're not going to do this. I don't feel comfortable with this. I can say no. And yeah. they respect it. And so it's, it's really beautiful. I love that. And let's talk a little bit about what that message is and what it is that you want to re- represent just your brand and who you are when you, you know, go into photo shoots or when you go into acting auditions, what is mm-hmm. the, the message that you want to send to people that see you? I really want to represent an idea um, of a woman that 
has a child who came from um, a career, like I'm an immigrant, you know, I came from a Caribbean household where everyone really had to learn English and really start from the ground up. You know, I had to take Esau classes and I set my eyes on something and I'm making it happen. You know, when I initially got pregnant, my aunt was like, you know, your life is over. Like it's, that's it. Which they say to moms in any industry, unfortunately. And it's such such as the stigma behind that is terrible. Because it's like, no, my life's beginning, you know? I promise you, I wouldn't even be here if I didn't have my child because your grind is just a little different. And so I use a lot of the no's, a lot of people putting me in boxes to really just push out and do everything. And not just to do it, but to do it big and in a beautiful way. So I want women who are you know, kind of following my journey or seeing me to be like, okay, if she did it, I know I can do it. Everyone's story is different, but you really can have it all. You can have exactly what you want. Absolutely. And I think just in, I I speak about the entertainment industry specifically because that's what you're in, but in most industries, it it is always important to have some form of representation and a role model Mm -hmm. to look to. So is there anyone that you looked at as you were building your career that you saw that really inspired you to want to keep going? Absolutely. It's, I actually draw inspiration from so many people, but in modeling, definitely Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks is just such a mogul, a household name. She's just iconic. I love that she didn't stop at modeling. She was in acting. She um, has businesses. She's, uh, you know, has, she does TV hosting. So as far as where I want to be in my career, definitely Tyra, but I also really respect like Steve Harvey's business sense. And I love, you know, um, Viola Davis. And I just, I just, I just draw inspiration for so many people. I respect greatness. I respect discipline, hard work and people that just don't take no for an answer. Yeah, for sure. I love that. All great people, those people, their careers. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Top of their game. Right. Um, You know, in, well, society in general, we've kind of been conditioned to think that beauty um, is equated with certain features and certain looks and certain skin mm-hmm. tones. And then you break that down even more and you go into the industry and they really do glorify certain looks and certain sizes and certain brands. So why did you decide to kind of push the grain and, and do whatever it takes to break the mold for your career? And do you think since having this career that you started to see the standard of beauty altered in any way? Yes. So I'm going to say a sentence and it, I, I wanted, I wanted to like make sense. The last shot, the last shoot that I did, well, the most um, notable I would say is with sports illustrated swimsuit. Mm-hmm. I am a dark skin curve model ball headed model in sports illustrated that's huge yeah. like normally they would slap a wig on us or they want us to do like a size two or you know they want us to just have like really big breasts and like nothing else but yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so with me saying like this is who i am this is what i represent this is what i bring to the table and i think it's beautiful and i think other women that look like me or identify with me think it's beautiful as well let's put this in a magazine let's put this on a beauty campaign. Let's put this on whatever it is. That's, that's what this is all about. Like changing the perception of beauty. There's not only one type of beauty and beauty is honestly, not just what you look like. It's about what you represent as well. There's sometimes you'll meet someone that's beautiful and their attitude 
is terrible and just breaks everything yeah. down. So right. you can meet a beautiful person just based off of their energy, just based off of how they make you feel and the way that they inspire you. So I was working with uh, on a beauty campaign with this company the other day and me and a model were in the room talking about diversity and talking about all types of societal issues. And, and the guy that was there, we weren't paying attention to him. <laughs> he was like editing images. And he's like, you know, that's why we picked you guys. And we were like, what? They said, you have a voice. You guys talk about topics that are important to you. You're not afraid to um, be transparent. And that's why you're on this beauty campaign. It's not just about what you look like, but we just yeah. love that you guys have a message. And it's crazy because I would have never known that that was a part of, you know, their selection process. So beauty comes in so many different forms and I want women to just own what makes them feel beautiful. Yes. That's, I love that. I love the positivity behind that. What are some of the biggest challenges that you've come across throughout your career? Ah, there's, t- we, we see a lot of the yeses. We see a lot of the campaigns, but there's a lot of no's. There's a lot of people trying to, put you in a box. There's a lot of people that, are, that will tell you that you can't do something because they haven't seen it or because their vision is not that, you know, it hasn't been expanded. Yeah. And so that's why I say with women that may be getting into the industry or any industry that they're in to just very, be very, very aware of what you bring to the table and your message, because I'm saying uh, yeah, I think you do need this. And this is why I think you do need a person that looks like me. That sounds like me that talks like me. And this is why. And so the challenge is, is constantly having to, how should I say it? Um, show your value every single time mm, because yeah. you'll, you'll be good for this moment. And then you have to constantly keep proving your value, keep showing up, keep showing people why you need to be here, why what you have matters and why it's great for the collective and not just you. So it's constantly breaking barriers. It's, yeah. it's tough, and but it's, it's worth it. Do you think that there's a deeper layer of that because you are a black woman? It depends. Um, with some people, you know, depending on how they're raised, depending on what they think is beautiful, depending mm-hmm. on what they think the market needs. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You yeah. know, um, and then there's sometimes because at the end of the day, it's a business, right? Sure. So, like when I think about America, I'm so used to Miami and New York, LA, and like maybe Texas, but there's this whole other America that nobody talks about, and they have a certain perception of beauty sometimes, you know. So, yeah. when brands are not booking a lot of black models or people of color, it's, sometimes it's not that they don't want to, they're trying to figure out if their, their audience wants that. So it's, it's opening eyes and speaking truths on all fronts because that particular demographic may only think this is type of a beauty because that's what they're used to. So right. it's, that's what I mean, like constantly breaking barriers because they still have to make money as far as a business, but we have to make money. We also have to expand minds and break barriers. So it's, it's this great collective effort. I don't want to say it's because I'm black, but I know that plays a part. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's hard to not think that that could possibly pay, play a part and you don't want it to hinder you in any way or stifle mm-hmm. you from moving forward. But it's like you kind of keep it in the back of your mind as you're moving forward, you know, like, yeah, I hope this isn't a factor. Like, I'm not going to make it a deal, but I really <laughs> hope it's not a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know? I, I find it like a really cool challenge, though. Like, I'm think about it. I've 
even like growing up, I was Haitian in the early 2000s and the 90s. Like that was not cool. <laughs> you know, mm. being dark skinned back then mm. was not cool. Being like super skinny, you know, in middle school or high school was not cool. So I was always having to prove myself, always having to um, change people's minds. And I, I think it's kind of cool. Like when people call me beautiful sometimes, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> because it's something that I had to like kind of fight for, for a while, for dark skinned women, for Haitian women, for women of color to just be considered beautiful. And so it's not really a challenge to me. I, I think it's more like an exciting adventure because I know they're going to change. I know yeah. it's going to flip at some point. So it's exciting for the people to have like that light bulb moment of, oh, this is beautiful too. Yeah. I love that attitude. I think it's a really great attitude to have because it's easy to get bogged down by like kind of typical reactions that you expect mm -hmm. in America, just, you know, knowing how race relations are and what, again, we talked about the standard of beauty. So I love that that's the route that you're going because it also will make it a healthier space for you to reside in instead of mm -hmm. always focusing on what possibly could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you have worked with a lot of companies, which I love your resume. You've done so much and I, I've loved reading your bio and seeing all that you've done. Are there any Thank companies you. that you've worked with that you really think are doing a good job in terms of their diversity efforts when it comes to casting and hiring models? Yes, I think Sports Illustrated is doing a great job. Yeah. Wow. They didn't just stop at hat at having Hunter McGrady. They didn't just stop at having Ashley Graham. They didn't stop at having Tyra and Danielle. They're putting so many different people in the magazine, like Lena Bloom. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. And I love when brands don't just talk about it. They're really, really, really about it. So I think Sports Illustrated is doing a great job. I also think Savage X Fenty is doing a phenomenal job because Rihanna already has this, effort type attitude like this is what I like and this yeah. is what I this is you know these are my people yeah. and so everyone that may have felt left out in the past everyone who may have felt um underrepresented in the past as far as what is sexy now they have an avenue they have a company that cares yeah. and um yeah I think it's really cool I think they're they're doing a really good job but for the other brands as well um I love that they're opening their eyes and and stepping into that diversity even more. So I'm so excited for more and more brands to, to hop on it. What suggestions would you have for brands that haven't quite hit the mark yet in terms of diversity, but they are trying to get to that point where they are more inclusive and showing different types of people and different types of beauty? What steps do you think that they should take? I think they should, one, ask for help. I think they should open up the discussion, um, not just, you know, throw a black girl in there or throw an Asian girl in there, like talk to your audience. What do you want to see? Yeah. Um, how do you feel represented? How do you feel um, like we are here to support you? Like open up the discussion during Black Lives Matter. One thing that I loved about my agency is they put together a Zoom call and said, just talk. Mm. What do you want from us? Like, how can we support you? What do you need for us to post? What do you need for us to support? Like, what do you need? And so it's, it's really cool because now with you just opening up the, the space for, for there to be dialogue, now they can tell you like, okay, well, we want to see this. This is, you know, who buys the majority of our clothes. Let's say a size 12 to 14, but you only have size two models. Mm -hmm. These people need to be represented as well. So asking for help, 
testing it out and just being very authentic because we can tell when a brand is not being authentic. It's, it has this very icky feeling, you know, it's like, okay, I'll buy it because I need these, these joggers, but right, right. I don't know about you. Right. <laughs> you know, you still give and that so, side eye a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's a little side eye. Like, okay, I guess. Um, so just being authentic, like asking for help, applying the feedback that you got and sticking to it. Don't just go back after six months sticking to it because that's what America really looks like. Yeah. I think asking for help is a huge thing because I think if people admitted, Hey, we want to know how to do better, but we don't know how they would be met with a lot more grace than if they just kind of shoot, you know, shoot their shot. And then they end up completely missing, which is when you see all of this backlash from companies that make attempts and they really just miss the mark and they fail. So I think if a lot of companies do need to humble themselves a little bit and just say, Hey, we want to do this, but we don't know how somebody come and help us. I'm completely yeah. agreement with you on that. Absolutely. And there's so many like diversity consultants. I know a friend yeah. of mine, his whole living is going into companies and sh- showing them how to diversify, like yeah. having those uncomfortable talks and saying, this is where you messed up and this is where you can fix it. And we're human, you know? So um, once I think, but again, so many brands are, are, are opening their eyes and, and, changing up their marketing it's really exciting to see it's a cool time to to be alive you know yeah absolutely and you recently worked for rihanna for her savage and fenty lingerie brand and i love what i love about that is that you were able to be a black female modeling in a show that is run by another black woman so for you why was that experience particularly impactful because it's like we're really doing it you know, like yeah. during Black Lives Matter, for example, there's so many companies that were saying, okay, like these are the small businesses to support or these are different black brands um, to support, whether it's bikinis or makeup, et cetera. But it, working with Rihanna, you know, being a fan from, of hers for so long and now working with her and now seeing her cross over to a billion dollar business, it's so cool because that's the representation that we need. Um, it's not all about the struggle stories. It's not all about, you know, suppression and what we don't have. Let's, let's celebrate the people that are doing great things and just being a part of that show and knowing that Rihanna like handpicks the models, um, was really cool. So I'm really excited. And I think there, there's going to be another show this year. So really excited to be a part of that as well. What an honor. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Um, so going back, cause I know you, you focus on positivity, which I love. And I think that that's the way to go about things in life, but are there ever times where you do feel kind of bogged down by the things that are happening in the world and you just kind of have to take a step back? Yes. Like right now, for example, what's going on with Afghanistan mm-hmm. and everything that's going on in Haiti, it almost feels, you know, insensitive it feels so basic to be posting about makeup or posting about fashion when all of these crazy things are happening in the world you know that's Mm -hmm. when i feel like i need to take a step back and research what's going on or research what who i actually need to donate to is the money actually going to these people that's the time where you just take to focus on the bigger things that are going on in the world and realize how lucky you have it um i mean Social media is still a way for me to connect with my followers and connect with brands. So we still have to work, but I think it's also a great time for us to take time out and educate ourselves on, yeah. on what's going on. 
Yeah. Have you used your platform to speak out about any of the social justice topics that have been really prominent in the last couple of years? Oh, yeah. And (laughs) it was a time where, you know, like, for example, last year, the summer of last year, it was really a time where you just you were kind of picking sides, Mm. you know, it was very, very touchy. But I even had to check my privilege last year with, you know, me being Haitian, I don't have the same struggles or mindset as a lot of my American friends. So I had to check my privilege. I had to educate myself on some things, but the things that I was educating myself on, I would share it. And Mm -hmm. I would tell people how they can do better and how they can, um, whether they're posting about it or not, these are the things that need to be done. And um, I got extremely vocal, very vocal. And that's why I love the agency that I was with because they, were posting as well it wasn't yeah. a, a time where you were just quiet and just oh that's their issue no this is everybody's problem and you never felt worried because your agency was supporting you as well so you never felt worried speaking out because I know a lot of people that do use their platforms they mm-hmm. do worry like oh is my company that I'm with going to think I'm being too vocal should I not say anything no 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 I whether they were supportive or not it is what it was like it was like it is what it is type of situation uh, because I wasn't yeah, being yeah. ignorant. I wasn't being rude. I wasn't being disrespectful. I was speaking about things that were actually happening and it wasn't even a right or wrong. It was like blatantly in your face, wrong type of thing. So yeah. it just is what it is. You know, if you don't agree with it, if you don't like it, um, we're, you're human and you're able to unfollow. And I appreciate the time that you were here, but this is how I feel right now. And yeah. I'm not a like impulsive person. I don't, post and then like regret it and take it down after if I I'm a Libra so you know we kind of like balance it out and we make the best decision so if I posted about it if I said something about it that's how I felt and will be feeling moving forward so um yeah I mean what's the point of us very intentional what's the point of us having these platforms if we're not going to speak about these things yes and not to offend anybody or be disrespectful but really speak about what you're passionate about I think that's the beauty of social media if we start to mute ourselves or, you know, be too political about it, it's like political correctness. It's, it's pointless. Yeah. That's not even your platform anymore, basically. Right. Right. I love that attitude. So with everything that you do and with all that's going on in the world, how do you keep your mental health intact? Uh, I listen to a lot of Bob Proctor. That's like my, he calms me. I don't know. It's something about his voice and the way that he just delivers a message. He keeps me calm, journaling, meditating, sound baths, um, vibrational music. Like last night I was very overwhelmed from the, like from yesterday and I put him on and then I just put on some vibrational music to go to sleep. And I woke up feeling amazing. So, (laughs) um, that's what I do. And I just, I try not to take on more than I can handle and what I can't handle I'll outsource, you know, have someone else handle it. And Mm -hmm. it's very, your mental health is so important. No matter what industry you're in, you have to take care of yourself. You don't want to burn out. You don't want to not be able to present your best body of work for whatever industry that you're in. 
So take time out for yourself, meditate, journal, and throw some Bob Proctor in there. <laughs> I love that he's, suggestion. He's <laughs> Thank you. And you know, in general, there has been a huge body positivity movement that's been going on in the last few years. So for mm-hmm. anyone that may be passionate about modeling specifically the way that you were, but they're feeling a little self-conscious or worried that their size or their look may not be right how do you suggest that they just, you know what, just go for it? Like what steps do you think they should take to get themselves to that point where you never know if you might be that person they're looking for? Yes. So when you're submitting to a modeling agency, um, what I did is I looked through their board. I'm a curved model. So I looked through their curve board, see if they have anybody that looks like me, um, just seeing the different models and not to compare, but just to really be able to, identify what I bring to the table, right? Um, you put it, I put a spreadsheet together of the different agencies that I wanted to submit to. I took digitals and sent them out. Thank God the one that I wanted the most is who reached out to me and I ended up signing with them. So you really want to go with an agency that um, has diversified and does understand the importance of, inclu- importance of inclusion. And it's not something that they're just doing because it's hot right now. Love that. Great advice. Now you mentioned you're a mom as well, correct? Yes. How old yes. is your little one? She is 12. <laughs> oh, so she's not little. I know, she, she <laughs> well, that, that's so actually crazy. great. That's great to know that she's 12. So with the things that are going on in the world, how are you having those conversations with her so that she has a better understanding? It's really cool because these are things that my mom didn't talk to me about. She didn't really have to, right? We, most immigrants, most people that come here, they're just focused on working and building and they're not really worried about the outside issues. So with she and I, we get to talk about these things because it's in our faces. We have social media now. So we get to talk about it. We get to, and she's mixed. So she's black and white. So Mm -hmm. we get to have really interesting conversations and she's pretty woke for her age. (laughs) Um, I like that she, she, not only understands what's going on, but can articulate herself, not just to me, but friends or anyone else who has questions or anyone else who may say something to her, she can stand up and, and just basically state her opinion. I think it's important to not treat them like babies and just talk to them about what's going on in the world and their role, the role that they can play. So what does the future look like for you in terms of your goals in modeling and outside of modeling? Um, I had this conversation this morning. Thank you for asking. I'm looking to expand as much as possible. I have so many brands that I want to work with so many, um, different things that I haven't done in my career yet that I'm really, really, really excited for. I am getting more into acting. I'm getting more into entrepreneurship. I'm getting more into just expanding the brand. So for example, I have a fitness program that's going to that I'm launching on September 1st, which is my first digital product, um, showing women how to basically get um, not losing weight, but just their ideal body within mm-hmm. 30 days. Because that's what I did for Sports Illustrated. Um, I didn't want to lose weight. I just set my mind on a certain goal as far as me being my best self for this shoot. And that's what it looked like. So um, it's called The Blueprint. And that's what's going to be launching on September 1st. So I am just making sure that I cross off everything off the list. <laughs> so Gotta I'm really excited. Yeah. yeah. I love Acting, that. modeling, TV hosting, um, and launching my products. So I'm really excited. 
Good for you. Well, Sage, I wish you so much success. Can you let everybody know where they can follow you and keep up with your work? Yes, absolutely. So on Instagram, it is Sage Nicole at S-A-J-E Nicole. And it's the same thing on all platforms. So TikTok, YouTube, et cetera. Super easy. I love when it's simple. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was wonderful chatting with you. Everyone, make sure you follow her and subscribers. If you haven't yet, please continue to share. We need to talk. We have a few more episodes left in this season. But Sage, thank you again for being on the show. It was wonderful chatting with you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Have a beautiful day. You too. And we'll talk to you again real soon. Bye. Bye.